Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our VP of Operations, Amanda. Hey, everyone. And our very special guest, Trina L. Martin. Hello. Yes. Trina, we are so thrilled to have you here today. For everyone out there, Trina is an author, a speaker, a tech expert, and a podcast host. In fact, I was lucky enough to be on her show just last week. So as we're going through this, let's talk about what she does. She works with small and medium-sized businesses to help them identify technical solutions that they require to stay connected to their remote clients and employees around the globe which is needed now more than ever. And today, we're lucky enough to have Trina so we can talk about her insights on how to improve effectiveness <laughs> and processes with multiple systems. So Trina, welcome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Lynn, for having me. I am so excited to be here and I was so happy to have you on my show. So I am ready. I know. We've already <laughs> become BFFs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So for all you out there, before we get started, if you have, if you are joining us for the first time, make sure you don't miss a single episode and go ahead and subscribe to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, while we're on the subject, hey, spread the love and take that extra second to click all five stars. All right, let's get going. And Trina, one of the things that's really interesting to me is what attracted you to the communication technology? Because I know that you were in the Navy. You have that beautiful picture of yourself on your website. So how did you make that switch? Well, Lynn, I originally went to college to get a degree in computer science, which is what I did. And for two decades, I spent you know, time in the IT industry programming and maintaining systems for major corporations. And while I was doing that, for part of that, I was dually in the Navy. I had a 30-year naval career. But when COVID hit, I decided to use the skills that I had gained those two yet decades in IT to help people up their game with their communication by using technology. Because as we know, COVID hit and a lot of people did not know what to do or how to do it. And they had never, never had this situation happen before. They, some businesses were operating just strictly face to face and they didn't know what to do to keep afloat with technology because they were thrust into it. So I saw that since I had the experience in technology and that's kind of my superpower that I would help people leverage technology so that they could continue to communicate and run their businesses. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. And I, I know that we worked remotely uh, before. And yet at the same time, I was still like the deer in the headlights for the first two weeks. Like this can't be happening. Um, <laughs> and it was it was absolutely disruptive. But if you didn't have that infrastructure already set up, it would be um absolutely overwhelming to have to make that switch so rapidly. Oh, absolutely. Um, if you didn't know what Zoom was or live streaming or things like that, yeah, you were completely just thrown off guard. And it's funny because as this thing hit and we saw that this wasn't going to be a 
you know, simple one or two weeks indoors and then everything returns back to normal. I was looking at some of the newscasters and how they were shocked too and how they had to bring their equipment home so that they could do their, you know, um, shows via being at home. And it was something that they had never done either. So if it's that kind of issue for the professionals, people who are in newscasting who do this all the time, then I know the person who has a small or medium-sized business, they are just lost. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I I remember seeing all these stories um, right when the pandemic began of all these, you know, different um, issues that people were facing with communication technology. Um, And I think that's a that's something that people are concerned with when we talk about communication technology. Um, can you talk about some of the things that can go wrong for companies in regards to communication technology? Well, one of the big things that I like to focus on is the security of it. And I think when we first went into our pandemic and lockdown, we saw that Zoom was having some issues with security. And they, and since then, they've, they've beefed up their app as far as maintaining security. But that's one of the things as well, uh, aside from people just not knowing what technology to use and how to properly use it, is staying secure, using the technologies that will be secure for them, secure for their business. And especially if you're a business that's dealing with information from your clients, proprietary information or just sensitive information that you are not able to see that client face-to-face, but you still need to conduct business, you want to be able to do it by secure channels. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely true. Yeah, it it is definitely interesting because you saw all kinds of things that people hadn't been doing and trying to subscribe to them and learn how to use them. Uh, I, I mean, my daughter was in her senior quarter at the University of Washington and these professors had never used Zoom before. And she said the first two weeks, it was crazy (laughs) because Mm -hmm. they didn't have a clue as to what to do or how to use it and how to prepare. And, uh, you know, and, and my being old school from corporate American, I was doing business all over the world that I was, I was very used to virtual meetings And, um, and of course we work that way as our team, but there were still things that I would notice. Like if you decided you wanted to upgrade your mic or your camera for uh, everything was sold out. It was Mm -hmm. crazy um, because everybody needed those things that they had never had to have. And certainly so many people working from home in the same way, remote working uh, for the first time, just literally full time, right? Um, That was definitely something that was a challenge that uh, I know that we heard directly from our clients, um, just trying to sort that through and trying to find a spot in their house that they could have that dedicated space. And I know here I went through all kinds of Internet issues all of a sudden because everyone in the neighborhood all of a sudden was working remotely instead of just a handful of us. Exactly. And and that was something that none of us were prepared for. Not even the telecoms that provide us our Internet service. They had to beef up their systems as far as making sure everyone had the bandwidth, because like you say, there were certain people who worked remotely, maybe several times a week or all the time. But that was a handful of people compared to now. Basically, the population is at home working. So 
you have people pulling on bandwidths and not knowing what to do. And it's funny because here in Texas, Houston, my children will start school Monday and I'm having them to do it online. And the schools have really been trying to figure out the best way to do this and how they're going to connect. And I've had my son, because they're both teenagers. I'm like, okay, this is the platform they're going to use, connect into it. He was like, mom, I can't get into it. I was like, what do you mean you can't get into it? So there are still challenges that we are all facing. Even now we're what, six months in. So people, it's, it's a new world. And, and fortunately, unfortunately, this is our new normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that whole this there is like this myth about somehow that we're going to go back to normal. And that's also completely false. I believe that we've gone through a massive disruption. It's going to be and things are are going to be different moving forward. Um, and we just you know, what you need to do is embrace change because change happens all the time. This just happens to be a whole heap and lot of change <laughs> right away. Absolutely. It. This is, yeah, we're not going to go back to what we once knew as quote unquote normal. This is our normal. And this is why communication technology is so important and people have to embrace it and be ready to up their game and just improve whatever they have or totally revamp it because you can't just, you can't get along with just doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's actually, the, yeah, go ahead, Amanda. I, I'm going to interrupt you. But I was just going to, last thing I was going to say too about that is that instead of thinking about what you're giving up, what people need to think about is everything that they're gaining in exchange because uh, the statistics about commuting um, and the, the cleaner air, like if you were in Los Angeles, the cleaner air is amazing. I, I mean, the, <laughs> and the fact that we don't, you're not spending hours in a car mm-hmm. or a train or a bus commuting to and from your work for so many people. I mean, it's not everyone, of course, but that has an, a tremendous impact um, of time that you can now use differently. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually going to combine two of my questions a little bit since we're talking about the pandemic and how COVID is affecting technology and the way people are working, the way companies are working. Um, how do you think that the pandemic is affecting the kinds of issues that we're facing and what can companies do to improve their efficiency and and effectiveness using these multiple systems? Well, just like we were just discussing, um, the pandemic has put us in situations that we had never thought we would be in. No one thought that everyone would be working from home. Um, There's the big corporations like Google who have told their employees don't plan on coming back until next summer. So we're we're looking at being in a way doing business differently than what we've done it ever before. And that's what we need to focus on. But having the multiple systems and the best way to use those, especially in this this time that we're in now is I say find well Here's the thing. So you have remote customers and clients, and let's just say you want to communicate with your team remotely and you want to text. Well, instead of everyone being on a different platform to text, like some people have iPhones, some people have Android, right? Find a central standard app that people can use is everyone's on the same platform and 
One that I particularly like is called Signal. And I don't know if you've heard of that, Lynn or Amanda, but it's a secure messaging app and it's end to end encrypted. So if you have a team and you know you need to communicate with them. So instead of saying, okay, let me send this text out and people are getting it on different platforms, download Signal is free. You can make group chat so you can put people in certain groups and save them that way and communicate that way. That way, you know, everyone's using the same app is secure. You don't have to worry about, well, is this information going to get leaked or um, if they're on the Android uh, system, is are they working? Is, is Are they going to get this or whatever? You have a central app that you're using. And, and that's very important in these times to have standardized processes. So even though you may have multiple systems, having something like that, um, I know a lot of people are using Microsoft Teams for bigger corporations to do their group collaborations and things like that. But whatever it is, you need to find that thing, stick to it, make it the standard and make sure everyone knows that that is the standard because you're going to have those people that are going to say, well, why should I download this app when I have FaceTime or I have this app? Well, you need to stress to them that, no, we're going to we're doing things standardized and this is our way of communicating for our business. One thing I've learned in my many years of corporate life and since creating Petite to Queen is that I'm passionate about supporting people to become the very best version of themselves. Our one-on-one, group, and enterprise coaching programs will transform you to believe the impossible is possible. If you're dreaming big, let's make those dreams come true. Book your complimentary chat with me at petitequeen.com slash chat. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. And I hadn't heard of Signal, but that's actually a um, really good suggestion that I'm going to take note of myself. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's funny because, I mean, our team, we're all on iPhones. So we can actually, and we're Macs users so we can you know that technology is there and and we don't send anything that's of a sensitive nature ever <laughs> over text mm-hmm. or email i mean we use a secure um uh service to mm-hmm. uh transfer that kind of information and it is funny how somebody will they'll want you to oh yeah just send me your w4 via email and it's like <laughs> i or your w2 or w9 whatever it is and it's like are you kidding me right Right. You know, and people don't realize that, (laughs) you know, and that's one of the good things that I like about Signal because it is encrypted now. Lynn, with your team all being on Macs, that's fine because with that messaging app through Apple, it is secure with encryption. But like I said, when you're going from, you know, platform to platform, that's different. But it's funny because people don't realize that I had someone calling me for something um, just this week and they were like, Oh, they text me. They say, I need your social security number. I said, well, I'm calling you right now because I'm not going to text you my social security number Um, (laughs) because, you know, I I knew the person and I knew what they needed it for. But I'm like, why are you texting me to ask me for my social security number? That's that's not good. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, they are. And and to your point, you always know if someone's not on an iPhone because you can't use the message app with on your actual MacBook Pro. Because mm-hmm. it won't go through. You have to use 
the phone and then you can text them. Right. Uh, And and so those are things. And it is surprising to me how many people um, are not paying attention to these types of security issues that are very real Mm -hmm. and very important. And even from a perspective of using Zoom, Zoom has a number of features that are really great for the employer um, because they can monitor if people are actually on the Zoom or if they've toggled off and they're on on the internet you know checking their facebook page mm-hmm. you know yes. and and you know you you have this um a lot of uh data that can be accessed so that from a business perspective you know that people when they're working remotely yeah they're they're paying attention you know during the meeting um Absolutely. so there's some really good pe- features there and uh i know that one thing as we're, you know, so now we're sort of talking, sort of maybe we're moving into some more processes, especially because companies have had to rethink how they're doing business, um, you sort of get out of their own way and come up with some different avenues uh, uh, for business. Uh, and when you're they're doing that, of course, they're going to need to look at their processes. So what are some recommendations that you have that companies could um where they could start to improve uh, their their processes. Um, going back to the standardization, that's a big thing, and a lot of people don't think that, and they never think about that. They never think about, okay, well, um, somebody's turning in a document in Word, or someone's done it this way or that way. You need to hone down how your business is going to operate, what you're going to use from technology on to communicating with technology to being face-to-face. I mean, it's just, it's business sense. And the processes, there's so many things out there and you just can't let people be rolled. You have to have your processes. So documentation. So you, if you document it and you make sure that people know about the documentation, that's how you can use it. Because a lot of times people say, oh, well, we have a standard way of doing things. I'm like, okay, well, how many people know about that? Oh, I do. Well, that doesn't do any good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like the best kept secret. It's like, okay, well, um, you know about that. And do you expect this to just magically go over to someone else? You have to tell people what the processes are. What systems are we going to use for this? What system are we going to use for that? And document it and share that document. And that's where people go wrong. They they make these documents and they keep them to themselves and they hold them close and then they wonder why people don't use them. Uh, right. Or they invent something completely different or use their own. Yeah. It's all that time spent up front and, you know, creating that process map and then documenting uh, and creating templates is is actually a huge time saver, A, mm-hmm. and B, it does. It completely eliminates uh, confusion, uh, rework, which I loathe, <laughs> <laughs> and really? and and also like who's on base. You know, I mean, it's it, everything. You you provide this clarity and conciseness um, so that you can run your operation far more effectively. So and and then everybody, you know, you know, everybody start is rowing in the right direction. You know, so mm-hmm. at, you you will let you sort of touched on this briefly, but you know, what other kind of secret tips um, do you have for companies um, that are using communication technology today? 
Oh, you know, it's like I said, my big one was Signal. But one of the things, especially in this time now that I'm really liking and I, and I propose to people is something like what we're doing now. We're doing a podcast now. You can also live stream. That's a way for you to keep in contact with your customers, but also your employees, especially in a time like this, you can do a live streaming video where people feel you know, near to you. And I'm not talking about necessarily um, Zoom. I'm talking about an actual live streaming where maybe people can actually see you. You can add some graphics, maybe do some fun things and do that on whatever the basis is that you want to communicate. Or if you feel that, okay, they need training, let's let's do a podcast where we're educating people and there's training that they can always go back to, refer, you know, defer to. So there's a lot of things that you can use in this time that will be more, because I know everyone is getting Zoom fatigue now, right? Everybody's <laughs> like, I am so tired of being on Zoom. If I'm on one more Zoom call, I'm just going to jump out the window. So here's some different things that you could do. You can, you know, start a YouTube channel and it doesn't have to be where you're trying to be the YouTuber of the century. It could be for your clients or customers or your employees where you're putting out just valuable information. And it doesn't have to be long. It could be five or 10 minutes. You can come up with a podcast and say, okay, well, this is going to be for our clients and we're going to give you um, these tips on whatever your business is, five, a five minute podcast where they can listen to every day and say, okay, so that way they can still feel engaged, even though you may not be seeing everyone in person. And honestly, I, I think people are, are overloaded with email as well. <laughs> so I don't, I don't see too many people raring saying, hey, send me an email. So these are some ways that you can get in touch and keep connected with people that are quick and easy, but yet you can make them professional. And people will still look at you and say, oh, wow, you know, I still want to do business with with them because they are going that next step. Yeah, there's so many different creative ways that you can do these things. You can still have a business lunch with someone and you can do it over Zoom, but you send them a DoorDash coupon or an Uber Eats coupon. They get their own lunch in and you meet for lunch and you have your meeting and you mm -hmm. know, and, mm -hmm. and yeah, you can, you know, it, it's. It's just a different way to do it, but you're still connecting with them. And I know that when in one of our trainings uh, in our uh, future for sales training program with our uh, B2B clients, um, one of the things that we do is that we introduce Play-Doh that we ship to them. And then all of their team members get their Play-Doh and we do an exercise that we're all on the screen and we've got this Play-Doh. And uh, if anybody's sort of curious, we you just have to search Play-Doh on our website, petitequeen.com, and you'll find the article. <laughs> but it's something <laughs> I used in person because it was a way to get people's attention. And it's tactile. Most people have fond memories of Play-Doh, you know, and it's like, but I could still do it virtually. It's just we have to plan ahead. So out right. goes the packages and then. Um, you know, we do the heavy lifting to get it to all the different um, that businesses, team members who are doing the training um, They get their beautifully packaged uh, Play-Doh. It doesn't look as good as Apple packaging, but it's pretty darn good. <laughs> and, you know, so they also get that experience of, you know, like this is sort of cool. And then uh, we use that in one of the exercises. But it's, you know, you just have to get creative 
and you can still have that kind of engagement. And, you know, the plus is that nobody had to travel anywhere. Everybody can be safe. <laughs> and uh, you're right. still doing business and still building those relationships. You know, and I wanted to say, um, I've even started doing happy hours with people, virtual happy hours, yes. where <laughs> keeping in contact, you can drink or not drink, whatever your preference is. But again, you're virtual, you see each other and it's more relaxed. You don't have to feel like, okay, this is a Zoom call. Let me make sure, you know, I look good from waist <laughs> up and I'm sitting erect. You know, it's it's more of a fun time where you're just like, okay, here's our day. This is what we're going through. And like I said, you can have your beverage of choice. It could be water. It could be wine. It could be nothing. But it could be a mocktail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's some way to stay in contact and have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so down with that. I think it's a great way. Um, and, uh, you know, you just, that, that, that would be another great uh, podcast episode, Trina, is for us to talk about creative ways uh, to have your vir virtual meetings and connections. We should do that. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, yeah, that would. That, I think we could. I think we could do that. We should plan on it. Let's just plan on it right now, everybody. Everybody listening, we're going to plan on this. We're gonna. The three of us are going to get together, and we're going to have this. Uh, this uh, another call, and uh, we'll talk about how and what we can do to make our virtual meetings um, and those interactions uh, just have uh, a more, a little bit more fun. Have uh, relationship building and. Um, be creative about it. Well, Trina, thank you so much for sharing your journey um, uh, through from the Navy to your communication to technology and your incredible business on helping companies improve their efficiency and effectiveness when using multiple systems. And we'll be sure to include the link to the Signal app that you recommended. And for all of our listeners out there, I know, I know that they would love to know how they can reach you, how they can find you. Well, you can go to my website. It is www.trinalmartin.com. And you can sign up for a free discovery call with me um, and we can talk and I can see how I can best assist you. All right. So everybody, trinalmartin.com and we'll also include that in the links. And thank you. Thank you again, Trina. This has been such a great discussion. Uh, we so appreciate your coming on the show. And for all of our guests out there, if you have an idea you would like to share, uh, please leave us a comment. We love to hear from you. We want to know what your thoughts are. And if you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And of course, to stay current on all of our insightful advice and breakthrough advantages, please sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter and you will never miss out. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Trina. Thanks for listening.